Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, Owen Jones here. Welcome to the podcast. Now, Count Binface, that's who we're talking to today. Yes, we are. Or Lord Buckethead. He stood against Theresa May and Boris Johnson. I think we all know who we're talking about. I think he's become something of an icon, an institution in this country. So I want to talk to him about his very interesting manifesto. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a ride. So <laughs> prepare yourselves. We're going to have fun here. Uh, do support us on Patreon or use the supporter function to keep all of this going. Uh, do subscribe and give us five stars uh, on iTunes uh, if you're feeling. In, in a nice mood uh, and, and a review if, as well if you're feeling even more generous and with that said enjoy me and Count Binface so Count Binface I am I'd say starstruck actually uh, very honoured to have you here well not here I mean I suppose this is my first question to be honest with Count Binface because you are campaigning to be Mayor of London um, and I think you've got an excellent chance but I just don't see how you can reconcile your campaigning uh, to be Mayor of the capital of of the United Kingdom, uh, which is on Earth, because you're you're not on Earth. You're cl- I can see you're on the Martian surface. So how's that going to work? Uh, good question, Owen. To uh, uh, to kick off with, well, uh, it's a uh, very simple. Uh, yes, I am campaigning to become uh, mayor of the Earth capital, uh, London. But uh, um, up here, out in space right now, uh, there's a uh, the advice has gone out to uh, stay at least one planet away from Earth as much as possible. So I'm, I'm social distancing. I'm doing my bit. So I'm up here on Mars and I had it all to myself until this, this bloody helicopter thing keeps buzzing around and it's very annoying. I don't know who's create, who's that responsibility is, but uh, whoever it is, uh, they need to just quieten it down a bit. Some of us are trying to concentrate. Idiots. I suppose that's one of your first commitments to stop people flying helicopters on, on Mars. I suppose... No, 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 no. I'm just saying you've got to have a license, mate. That's all I'm saying. No unlicensed helicopters on Mars. So we've got another campaign commitment. That's an exclusive uh, here on the channel. Can't be in face. London is a, is a, is a city of many, many things. Um, I suppose what I'm, I'm, I'm first wondering is what would London look like after a four-year term of you, Can't be in face, being in City Hall? Well... Uh, the short answer, Owen, is it would it would look lovely, but uh, you probably want a bit more than that. I'd, I'd so, like uh, you to expand on the loveliness. Of course I will. Of course I will. I mean, a lot of it is uh, down in the old manifesto, Owen. Uh, there are things I've pledged I'd do. I've got it here. Well, yeah, and I think if I was given the opportunity to uh, to uh, carry out some of my promises, London would be a fairer place. I'm talking about uh, renaming. London Bridge after Phoebe Waller, you know, starting to recognise your great talent. I'm talking about repairing Hammersmith Bridge so people can use it and renaming that one after Wayne, the ex-footballer. I'm talking about free parking between Vine Street and the Strand, but 
for electric vehicles only, because I'm a progressive kind of bin. And Owen, I'm talking about, can you believe this? I'm talking about the finishing of Crossrail, because I'm the only one really going big on this. My view is if you spend 19 billion pounds on a tunnel, wouldn't it be nice to put some little trains in it? That kind of thing. And more besides. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think four years have been, I mean, I might add in a little spaceport somewhere, somewhere, you know, nondescript. But uh, that's, that's, that's for me to decide if and when I become mayor. But other than that, you know, the usual. I mean, I just think, look, I, I think the manifesto is, 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 it's a very interesting manifesto. I'm very sympathetic to a lot of it. I mean, I just think, I mean, look, I'll give you, I'll just give one example. You know, just, I think it's important to talk about this. Call me a bleeding heart liberal, but speaker phones on public transport to be banned. I am sympathetic to that. Why do people, I mean, why have generally speaker phones in public questionable? Offenders to be forced to watch the movie version of Cats every day for a year. I just think, isn't that in violation of our, um, signatory responsibilities. Uh, I'm thinking of, for example, the UN Declaration on on Human Rights. It just seems like that's cruel and unusual punishment. Interesting. So you're suggesting that watching the movie Cats is against the UN Convention on Human Rights? It's not explicitly there. I mean, if you're going to now, people watching and listening to this are going to start Googling to see that particular paragraph they're gonna they're gonna struggle but i think in terms of just i mean it is a violation of human rights to watch that every day for a year isn't it uh i mean some people would say it's a violation of human rights to watch it at all uh it's not for me to comment uh, i think my point is this owen my manifesto is about the carrot and about the stick the carrot is i am offering croissants for one pound maximum because like you I have liberal tendencies, and I think that there needs to be egalitarian policies across the capital. But you know what? The, the problem with, uh, if you don't mind me, you get labelled a lefty. It's not for me to call you that, but uh, some people call you that. You know, some people say, oh, these wishy-washy lefties, they're not too strong on the old uh, law and order. And, uh, you know, I'm not for the use of uh, tasers. I prefer lasers. Uh, but when it comes to speakerphone on public transport, it's about time it had to stop. And I would say the most humane way to treat offenders and yet to stop them is a good old fashioned dose of James Corden dressed as a cat. <sighs> I just think, I think you've taken it too far. Um, in terms of, uh, we've got some more, I've got some more here. Uh, the Trocadero to be turned into a truly top-notch video arcade. Also, the hand dryer in the gents' toilet at the Crown and Treaty Uxbridge to be moved to a more sensible position. I mean, what what's the problem with the hand dryer in the gents' toilet at the Crown and Treaty in Uxbridge? Why isn't it currently sensible? What does that mean in practice? And and is there a, is there a more blanket approach to hand dryers in gents' toilets? Well, you, you've asked a lot of questions there, haven't you? Sure. It's, you yeah, sound like, like uh, Mr. Starmer at uh, Prime Minister's questions. You know, you've got six questions, mate. You know, let's, you're supposed to be a lawyer. Let's have some focus. I, let, let me put it like this. When it comes to the hand dryer at the Crown and Treaty Uxbridge, mm -hmm. you're saying you haven't been there. 
Do you know what? I think I might have been actually in a extremely unsuccessful campaigning attempt to remove uh, Boris Johnson as the local MP. His majority went up. Um, and I, I definitely did frequent the pubs. Maybe that's why I went wrong. So maybe I was at the Crown and Treaty. I just don't remember the hand dryer being in an unsensible position. It's just not something right. I recall. But, well, yeah. here we go. I'm going to put it to you. I submit to you that you didn't go to the Crown and Treaty because if you had, you would remember the location of the hand dryer because it's bloody insane. It's mental. It, it's right behind the far urinal. Oh, that is it silly. It means... If one human being wishes to dry their hands while another human being wishes to utilize the urinal, there's going to be problems. There's going to be big problems. And uh, one human uh, actually tweeted me the current photo because my experience was back in 2019 when, like you, I was campaigning to uh, dethrone the current prime minister. And I got 69 votes. How many did you get? Exactly. So, you know, I, I'm doing okay. And, uh, uh, but I, I wondered if the, if the Crown and Treaty had indeed had the opportunity to, to heed my words and uh, fix the hand drive. But no, they haven't done it, Owen. It's still rubbish. It's got to change. I'm a local bin for local people, and I'm going to sort it. Well, I put it to you, actually, and I'm going to do some aggressive questioning now. I'd say you're a failure bin because you only got 69 votes in an attempt to usurp uh, the Prime Minister. You failed. 69. It's the magic number. It's the magic number, Owen. I can say to you right now that I had a surprising 69 with Boris in a sports hall on Friday the 13th at 4 a.m. under a full moon in Uxbridge. Now, I'd like to say to you that that's a first, but with Boris Johnson, you just never know. Who knows how many... I, I can't even carry on saying it because I, it's... I don't even know if, I mean, YouTube could just take the video down for that. And if they did, I probably would accept it as a, as a legitimate punishment. What, why would they take it down? It's just people's imagination might run riot and do terrible things to them. I think you'll find people's imaginations on YouTube run riot anyway, mate. I think, uh, I think our sober you know, political discussion here is the, is the least of YouTube's problems. Did you... Speak to Boris Johnson? Yeah. I did. What did you say to him? Indeed. What did you say to him? Well, uh, I spoke to him in the only language that I uh, thought that he would understand, uh, which, of course, is Latin. So uh, I, uh, I gemmed up on the subject before uh, the election, and I went up to him and I said, Salve, Boris, uh, which is hello. And he said, Salve, back to me, which was lovely. So we actually had a conversation between two species on two different planets in ancient Latin. But then it got better because uh, someone uh, sort of heckled Boris and said, are you going to get Brexit done now, Boris? And he sort of nodded. And I, I decided to do some more Latin. I quoted the great Julius Caesar. I said to him, alia yacta est, Prime Minister, which I'm sure you know uh, means yeah. the die is cast. It's what Caesar said when he crossed the Rubicon at the point of no return. And Boris replied to me, he smiled, he chuckled, and he said to me, Alia Yakta S. He agreed with me. So there we are. We had a lovely little chat in Latin. I also talked to him about my little problem with my, uh, uh, in my uh, get up here and the fact that there was a, a usurper, Lord Buckethead, trying to uh, get in on the act. And he was very sympathetic to that as well. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it was perfectly pleasant. And 
the, the only I felt I sort of felt sorry for him because uh, the returning officer went through all the um, the spoiled ballots. Uh, I don't know if you know that that's, that happens before you go up on stage and get your results. And uh, uh, this 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 gentleman was reading out what had been what had been written or said on the spoiled ballots. And uh, to my memory, uh, one of them uh, he read out this one simply says, and he said the c word, forest, and uh, everyone laughed. Uh, and, and I, but I felt sorry for him because from one CB to another, I thought, you know, you've got to have a bit of solidarity. So, you know, we had a chat. I may not agree with his politics, but in, you know, you, you've got to show some decorum at these times, I think. We're a democracy. What about, so 2019, I mean, he would have been quite chirpy because, it, I mean, he did really well. It's quite annoying. I mean, that was one of the worst days of my life, but certainly one of the best of his. Well, I'll tell you why it's one of the worst of yours, I mean, because, of course, uh, if you were, uh, it was sort of a two-horse race, and uh, you backed a horse. You backed a horse with no legs, and it, it got shot in the car park before the race had even started. And you know, I, I, I feel for you because uh, it, it, it felt to me that this, this majority was coming for a while, and. Uh, and yeah, I certainly I felt like I'd been shot in the head in a car park. That's definitely how I felt. But yeah, in, 20, yeah. in twenty seventeen. Uh, you stood against Theresa May, and that did not go as well for her. And she didn't look the the best. She looked how I felt in 2019, actually, to be honest. Yeah. So what what did you chat to her then? How did she seem up close 2017 when she when she lost the majority and all went a bit? Well, uh, to be precise, she looked to me like a woman who had just pulled a completely unnecessary general election and destroyed her political career. That's what <laughs> she looked like to me. That was up close. But, like, you know, maybe I'm wrong. She certainly didn't look like she was in the mood to run through any wheat fields. I can tell you that much. But, um, but I did speak to her again. I said, uh, I'm trying to be cordial. I said, good evening, Prime Minister. And uh, she looked at me, I to visor, and replied, good evening. You know, polite, but uh, pretty petrified, I should add. And why shouldn't she be? Because she was up against an intergalactic crusader who uh, was about to steal the night, if not numerically, then, uh, you know, virally, but not in a COVID way, not at all. You were one of the, yeah, you were one of the the big, I remember you trending all, all night. And that was a big, that was a big night to trend because there was a lot going on. And you were there trending away, but, you know, you are an inter- intergalactic warrior what do you think just a couple of other things i need to actually think more about london probably but keir starmer what's your take on him i i, I like him actually Aaron. I, I, my, my view is that uh personally um if you've got one guy across the dispatch box who is uh arguably i mean if you read the papers you know he may have got up to some um naughty bits and pieces uh the current prime minister then surely the ideal person to have uh, against him is a former director of public prosecutions. I mean, it couldn't be better, really. And I, I think Keir is a, is, is a well-meaning man. Uh, he hasn't, um, to my knowledge, um, turned an entire um, religious uh, minority against the Labour Party yet. Early days. Um, and I, I think he's he's got some promise. But, uh, you know... I've got my feeling on this is that he's got a bit of a tricky job because he's got a full parliamentary term to uh, to try and get uh, himself known to the public during a pandemic, which isn't easy. 
Whereas, of course, uh, old, your mate, uh, Tony Blair, he, um, uh, I know you guys are, are close. He, um, he only had three years to worry about before the election. So he didn't get that chance to be stale. And I, 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 I feel it's, it's a tricky job for Keir, but, uh, you know, I, I, I wish him and the Conservative Party well in their endeavours uh, in the next election. And I do want a strong Labour Party. We, the, the entire galaxy needs a good, strong Labour Party. Lastly, lastly, I want to hear your thoughts on two of your competitors, Lawrence Fox and what's his name? Gammons, the UKIP one. His last name is Gammons. If people thought I was making some sort of satirical comment, that's just his last name. He's called Gammons. So I'm not saying anything derogatory. Uh, well, uh, I mean, when I say people ask me these questions, I, I must uh, confess to you that uh, in football terms, I'm looking up the table, not down. So uh, I'm focusing my energies on uh, on Sadiq Khan and that uh, the Conservative guy. Um, Sean Bailey. That's the one. I, he I, forgets I, his name probably sometimes. I, yeah, I, I can never remember his name. Um, um, Sean Bailey. That's the one, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, I, Good luck to him too, but uh, he's he, the poor lad. He's he's struggling, isn't he? But uh, uh, Mr. Gammons, I I don't know him personally. I mean, he does have a a, a comedy name, um, and uh, he, I mean that's coming from me as well. I mean, so you know, uh, he, he must be uh, annoyed to be deemed the comedy name candidate when you've got Count Binface on the uh, on the ballot. But uh, I, I I can't say I I know the chat particularly. Uh, and as for Mr. Fox, um. You know, I, 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 I said this uh, to, uh, ITV, to ITV News uh, that uh, I've got a theory about Lawrence that uh, I, I don't know if he's being serious or not. And uh, it could just be an utterly brilliant piece of performance art because the guy, you know, he's not just an actor. This guy was like a big deal. Like he was on, he was on Lewis. He was on the sequel to Inspector Morse. You know, that's, that's in my view, that's, a, that's, big, that's big stuff. And uh, and so you've got to take him seriously, and yet should you? Because it, I think it could be some kind of Joaquin Phoenix-style piece of you know, performance arts genius, and that he doesn't really believe the sort of reactionary, uh, crazy stuff about vaccines and, and lockdowns that he's coming up with. He's just sort of playing a part, and then one day he's going to go, da da, I had you. Uh, I, that, I, I don't know that that's true, but it. But I'm just saying it's crossed my mind. But again, like the others, I, I wish him well in his campaign and, uh, you know, may the best species win. Count Binface, intergalactic superstar, joining me live from, uh, it looks like one of the northern deserts of Mars. I've lost. Uh, yeah. How did you know that? I just am very up to speed on, on Martian geography. It's just a specialism. We've all got specialisms. Wow. Well, well yeah, well done. Yeah, this is the... Uh, the, uh, it is actually known as the Northern Desert. Uh, it, it, I've just named it that after you. So uh, thank, we'll call it thank the you so much. Northern Desert and uh, uh, of Mars. And it's, it's a pleasure to be here. And soon I hope to be back on Earth, uh, providing I can rustle up enough cash for the congestion charge, park my old spaceship, and, um, and then we'll take it from there. I will see you at the Phoebe Waller Bridge, maybe. You bloody will, mate. We will have a, a good old party at the fireworks, uh, and let's hope uh, Ms. Wallerbridge uh, turns up to uh, uh, to uh, you know smash a bottle of champagne on her new piece of infrastructure. What could be rude, better than that? Rude if she doesn't. Thank you so much, and best of luck with the campaigning.
Thank you very much, Owen. A pleasure to talk to you and to all your viewers. Um, a very merry election period. <laughs> May the 6th be with you. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, do support us on patreon.com forward slash owenjones84. Help us decide who we talk to, what we talk about, the documentaries we do, uh, and also on the supporter function, uh, which you can see in the description. And leave us five stars and a review. It just helps other people listen. Uh, and with that, thank you so much. Speak soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.